Hello and welcome to Not That Anybody Asked. I am recording this a little bit in advance. It's not even Christmas yet, but I'm trying to get ahead because my mom and my stepdad are coming here next week and I don't want to have to record episodes while they're here, but I also don't necessarily want to take a break from recording next week. So I hope that you all had a great Christmas. I'm telling from the future that I probably had a great Christmas. And now we're in that week of the year that doesn't feel like it's a real week because between Christmas and New Year's, just like that time is so weird because it doesn't feel like you should be doing anything, but also time in life just does not stop. Really, really quick head update if anyone wants it, because the last time I recorded, I hadn't gone to the neurologist yet and now I have. So I officially have been diagnosed with something. And if you don't care, skip forward a little bit. But I have idiopathic intracranial hypertension, which used to be called pseudotumor cerebri, which basically means that I have excess cerebrospinal fluid, cerebrospinal fluid in my noggin, and it's making my head hurt, making my vision blurry, making my optic nerve swell, making my ears ring, giving me like nerve pressure throughout my whatever. Basically, my body thinks I have a brain tumor. And I went on, what day was that? Thursday. And I got a spinal tap done. I got an MRI done. I got a CT scan done, MRI, MRV done. And everything inside my head looked fine. So we went ahead with a spinal tap. And basically, if you don't know how a spinal tap works, they tap you like you're a damn maple tree <laughs> getting syrup. And um, they do it like in the bottom part of your back. And my opening pressure, so when they opened it up for the first time, was 40. And it's supposed to be between 10 and 20. 20 being on the high side of normal. So mine was double the high side of normal. She drained 27 milliliters out of there. So my closing pressure was 13. And then she prescribed me Diamox, which is like a diuretic supposed to kind of make liquid process a little faster in my body. So that hopefully that will keep it down because if not, then there are other options, more lumbar punctures, a shunt in my head to help drain it out, just a whole bunch of random shit. But we do have a diagnosis. We are working towards getting it under control, getting it figured out. I have to go to an ophthalmologist to let them look at my eyes and make sure that there's not any permanent damage from this because, you know, it's been swollen for a while now. Anyway, that's the spark notes of everything that's been going on. I felt really good for like two days after the spinal tap, but now I can kind of tell that things are building back up again because my head's starting to hurt again, my ears are starting to ring again, and I just kind of feel like shit. So I hope that that goes away, and by the time this episode actually comes out, that I feel a lot better, and the medicine's working, and things are good. Because not that anyone wants to have like brain surgery to get a shunt put in their freaking head, but like I just don't particularly want that. That's not really what I want in my life. So um, <laughs> let's hope this works. Other than that, not really much to report here. Um, this episode's basically going to be a recap of my year. This is probably going to be the most complaining ass episode you ever heard because I've said a million times that this year sucked, but I'm just going to do a little recap and then we're going to talk about my goals I had for this year and if I accomplished them and what my goals are for next year. Oh, I also started watching My Life with the Walter Boys on Netflix because I heard it was kind of like a the summer I turned pretty like 2.0 whatever and I'm already two episodes in and it's really like cheesy but cute kind of like the summer I turned pretty very different storyline same vibe though like the whole love triangle whatever kind of thing with like 
younger people. I don't really know, but it's really, really cute. I'm already two episodes in. There's only 10 and I know it got renewed for a second season already. So I'm super excited about that, even though I'm not even done with one. And they put out the Bridgerton release date, which I'm super freaking hyped about. I've been waiting for that for literally like a year from the first time I started watching Bridgerton. Okay, let's just get into this because I really don't want to complain for that long. But God, dude, this year from literally start until just now has been just ridiculous. Let's take it all the way back to January. January of 2023, a crispy 11, 12 months ago, whatever that was. Jake left for his first little like section of underways for the deployment he was supposed to go on in June. He leaves and one day I go out into our garage and I see a mouse and I'm like, sick. That is not what I want to be having in my garage. So I put the kids into my car so that I can go to Walmart and get mouse traps. I go in my car, dead battery, won't start. Will not even, nothing, not, not a single thing. I'm like, sick. So I take the car seats out, put them in Jake's truck, drive my ass to Walmart, get mouse traps, come back home, try and figure out how to get a new battery in my car because my car is ridiculous and you have to take the whole driver's side front wheel off in order to access the battery. So I'm like, that's going to just sit here till Jake gets home. Whatever. I can just use his truck. Legitimately, one singular day later, I'm driving to go meet my friend at a trail to walk with my kids and his brakes go out while I'm driving. Okay. They go out while I'm driving. The brake line like starts leaking and brakes, brakes are out. So I somehow coast into a grocery store and this old man comes over. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, literally, no, I'm not okay at all. End up having to call a tow truck. My friend came in, took my kids to her house. So that way I could go back, whatever. She let me borrow her husband's car. And that was literally a godsend. It saved me. I forgot to even say this part because this was before Jake even left that my daughter fell after bath time because she wrapped herself like a cocoon in her towel and smacked her face into the door frame. Oh my gosh, Felix is snoring. I don't know if you can hear that. And she had to get two stitches in her lip. And then Jake left literally like two days later. She busted her lip. Jake left like two days later. And then our cars went to shit. We had a mouse in our garage. I get all the car stuff figured out. I buy a new battery. I have someone from our neighborhood that's a mechanic come and put the battery in for me. I have Jake's friend drive with me to go pick up Jake's truck from the shop. He parks it in the driveway. Mouse is dead. Things are beautiful. Until they weren't. And it was like two weeks later. And then Tatum died. This was also after Jake had been in port for literally like a week and we could talk. And then he went back out so we could no longer talk. And then she passed away. So he had no clue that she had even (laughs) died for like two days. And I remember in the like panic and just like the blur that happens in your head after something crazy like that happens to you, I texted him. Oh my God. I texted him. (laughs) Tatum's dead. That's the... (laughs) that's the text message he received whenever he turned his phone back on from being out at sea um so he texted me back and he was like what and I was like yeah (laughs) it's not funny it's really not but like just the fact that I was so just like panic and just psychotic I was like Tatum's dead in a text message oh my god I truthfully don't really remember the remaining part of February Jake came home I think on like the 13th of February or something like that 
and then basically the rest of that month and even into March is just a blur to me. We had my daughter's birthday party at some point in February. I don't even remember the date of it. And then in March, Jake was home pretty much the whole time, which is like the most he was home the whole beginning of the year. And then he left, I think like April 1st, I want to say. And my mom had come out to spend Easter with us. So she was here for her spring break. And yeah, that those months were okay, but I don't really remember them because I was like dealing with figuring out how to grieve my best friend. In April, I got some new tattoos for Tatum and I haven't gotten any since then. So hopefully I'll be getting some more of those soon. And I started this podcast in April and we did find more. I, Jake was gone. I found more mice <laughs> in April, which that was not fun but you know it's it's fine at this point the mice are gone i think now knock on freaking wood in may may is my birthday my birthday is may 14th um jake came home for the weekend of my birthday he was just so happened to be like off whatever that weekend and the week prior to so the weekend of may 7th i think it was i was in the backyard and i was like you know i should tear this ugly ass bush down there was like this bush vine thing that was growing on the fence right behind the garden boxes and I was like that's kind of freaking ugly I'm gonna tear that down so I literally was like balls deep in this bush like literally my hand I was not wearing gloves I had on like flip-flops short sleeve shirt literally like whatever come to find out it was all poison ivy okay all poison ivy the whole thing and I am allergic to poison ivy I just learned I was not allergic back in the day when I was younger but you can become allergic to it as you get older. Um, so I, for the weekend of my birthday, was red and swollen and blistery literally on nearly every square inch of my body. I have photos of my hands and the blisters I had on my hands. Oh my gosh. My face, it looked like I got double punched in both eyes. I had, it was so, so bad. I'm honestly shocked I didn't go to the hospital because it was like, I feel like I should have gotten some, some, something. I don't know what I got, but I should have got something. Jake was home for like two days and then he had to leave again. So then it was me and my soul and eyes by myself. In June, Jake came home and we found out he was actually staying back from deployment because he was getting shoulder surgery. His labrum was torn from like the five to nine on his labrum, which is literally so much. And luckily he was able to get surgery on that. And some people would see shoulder surgery as a bad thing but for us it was a very good thing best case scenario i surprised my mom for her birthday in st louis i'm so sorry if you guys can hear felix in the background he's like huffing and puffing around the room right now but i went back to st louis to surprise my mom for her 50th birthday we threw her a surprise party my best friend moved here from south carolina that was our last duty station we were best friends down there for like a year before i moved up here and she ended up moving up here well i guess her husband and kids too but more importantly, she. End of June and July, things started to kind of hit the fan a little bit again. Um, my car ended up overheating while I was driving it. We were trying to go to Taco Bell for dinner, be a fun, cool family. And it overheated like five minutes away from our house and had to get it towed to a shop. And um, it ended up blowing a bunch of like pipes. I don't freaking, I, I actually have no clue what it was. It cost like $800 to fix, which was like tragic. And then our main drain of our house flooded back up into our laundry room, which is actually our garage. Our garage is our laundry room. So our whole um, garage was flooded with 
rancid food sewage water we had to have someone come drain the main drain or like unclog it for us and they said that basically it had been years of people just like treating our stuff like crap and um yeah they were like there's no way that you could have done this in just the year that you've lived here this is like years of just people not doing things correctly so it was just a matter of time and we were like awesome we also rescued a chicken we added a chicken to the flock so that meant we had six chickens now I don't remember the exact timeline, but it started in June that Felix had um, an allergic reaction to something. We don't know what he's allergic to yet, um, and we probably never will, honestly, but he gets hot spots in like the summer months here, and this year I felt like shit. I still feel like shit, actually, but I did not notice a hot spot on his neck that he had, and when I tell you it took two months for this freaking hot spot to go away. We took him to the vet, I think like three times. He was on antibiotics twice. He was on steroid. Like it was disgusting. I can't even put into words how gross this was. It went like the whole side of his face down, like part of his neck. We had to put like a shirt on him. We left the house. We wouldn't scratch it. It was literally the most unhinged thing. I was like, you are so dramatic first off. Second off, what the fuck is going on? Usually whenever he gets hot spots, we can just like shave out the fur around them and then keep it really dry and use like a spray on it. But it was so bad. Like, oh my, it was, mm -mm. I, the first night that I noticed it, I could not sleep all night long because I was like, you're going to die in your sleep. Like you're literally going to stop breathing in your sleep. I don't know how a hot spot would make him stop breathing, but maybe that's just like my friend died trauma. I don't really know, but like it was freaking crazy. Jake had his shoulder surgery in August and that went really well, but then he was obviously recovering from shoulder surgery. Things were okay for a few months. Honestly, there's really not much to report. Just kind of like figuring out him recovering from stuff with his shoulder and he was dealing with some other like mental health stuff and he was doing really, really well. I was doing pretty well. And then my headaches started and you guys know the story on that i've gone to the er like three times for this gone seen a bunch of doctors specialist stuff and i'm just really grateful that we have figured this out now i mean we still have to figure out what exactly is going to work for me but at least we know what we're working with you know and that brings us to now and that's why for next year for my goals they're very very surface level kind of dumb goals because i just want to survive <laughs> i just want to survive the next year and um make sure I am still okay. Some good things that happened in 2023 was that my husband's shoulder got fixed. I mean, that's fantastic. My daughter graduated occupational therapy, which was fantastic. That was literally so amazing. We spent almost a thousand hours outside. We'll probably finish that in the next couple of days here, honestly. Spent so much time with friends. We just, it, it was overall, obviously kind of a shit year. Like when you think of all the big things, you know, but when you really stop and look at all the little things around you, there's just so many little small things that are just so, so good about life. And that's what I've been really clinging to this year because at times that's all I really had. As for my goals of 2023, the only ones I really didn't achieve. At this point, I've already posted the TikTok, I'm sure, of all of the goals that I had in 23 and me like reviewing them. The main one that I did not really do was I did not redo our kitchen because honestly, I could not handle how big of a project that is. 
and I was not in the mental capacity to do that this fall after I did the bathrooms. And I also didn't crochet a blanket. I literally fell off crocheting like a week into the year and I never thought about it once again. So that did not go over well. As for 2024, I will go over my goals for you because I have them written out right here because I'm crazy. My first goal, these are in no particular order. Like number one is not more important than any others. It's just the first one that came to my mind is to reach 100,000 followers on TikTok. I'm just over 50 right now and that's fantastic. That's exactly what I wanted for this year but now I would love to double it. I am adding redo kitchen cabinets onto my 2024 goal list. Just roll it right on over. And I want to read 15 books. That's a little over a book a month. And my goal for last year was I think three and I read like 12, I think at this point. Um, so my goal for next year is 15. Flower farm <laughs> to give to friends or maybe sell potentially. If I had some really cool flowers or they're really good quality, I wouldn't be opposed to like selling some to some, you know, people around here. That'd be fun. And also successfully grow more fruits because last year, the only things I really successfully grew were zucchini and flowers and green beans. Everything else pretty much ended up dying as a baby or just like didn't work out all the way. So I would love to try and, you know, make some more things work, possibly fruit. This is more of a like homeschool goal for my kids, but I would love for my son to be able to write his name fully and for my daughter to be able to read because we're starting the reading process with her and she does really well with it. So I'm hoping we can, you know, make that work. Another really big goal of mine for this podcast, I like how casual it always has been for me and I love how it's just like super chill, whatever, but I would love to get some brand deals going on a podcast so that it can be something that actually is like fruitful and it's like hobby turned into you know like I guess side hustle I hate when people say that kind of shit but like this hobby turned into something that's actually like beneficial to me so I can get you know more stuff for it and yada 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 that'd be super super cool I would love to do that so if I could make that happen that'd be great and then the last goal is the same as last year which is basically that this year is going to be freaking crazy there's going to be so many transitions for us I can't even like put it into words at this point and I just hope I can still cling to the little things like I've been trying to this year and that even with all the crazy all the transitions all of the whatever that there will still be good parts it doesn't make just this whole year a wash and that it's all just bad because these bad things happened um yeah I think I did pretty well at that this year and I'm hoping I can continue that into next year I'm a pretty just positive person overall anyway. I don't love to dwell in like, you know, the rot of like something bad going on. So while it is kind of easy, I guess, for me to do that, sometimes it is overwhelming to me and I then do the opposite and it's like really bad. So I'm just, I'm hoping I can just <laughs> cling to the little things. All right. That's all I've got for you this week. I know this is kind of a shorter episode, but... If you can't tell by my voice, it's very late and I'm very tired and I'm trying to get this done so that I have something up because I want to talk about this. I liked, I didn't like this year. I was going to say I liked this year. I did not really like this year. This was not one of my faves. This will go down as one of the worst, <laughs> honestly, of my life, but that's okay. You know, we all have our flop eras. We all have our years that are not it for us and that's okay. It didn't mean this whole year was bad. There was still a lot of good that came out of it. A lot of growth, personal growth, relationship growth, parental growth, 
and I'm very grateful for it no matter what, even if my head feels like it's going to explode by the end of it. It's okay. I hope that you all had a whatever 2023, a great mediocre 2023. Hope you all made it through 2023 and I hope the beginning of 2024 is fantastic to you and you set some amazing goals for yourself. If you have any fun goals, you'll have to let me know. I love New Year's. It's literally my favorite holiday. But thank you so much for being here with me this entire year and going through all this stuff with me. It's literally meant the world to me to have all of you here. So I just really, really, really appreciate you. Thank you again just a million times. And I hope you have a great Friday, whatever day you're listening to this at whatever time. And I will talk to you later in 2020 freaking four.